Hello and welcome to Cavell Group's Cloud Conversations podcast. My name is Patrick Watson. I'm a senior analyst here at the Cavell Group. And today's episode of the podcast builds up to our CloudComs Summit US event, which takes place in Chicago on the 18th and 19th of October. Uh, it's, it, we've got a really great event planned. Uh, it's going to be jam-packed full of communications-related content, a host of the industry's leading vendors and the most interesting speakers. And today I'm joined by just one of those, uh, Clint Mose, who is head of marketing at 2600 Hertz, who are one of this year's event's gold sponsors. How are you doing today, Clint? Doing great, Patrick. Thanks. Really excited to be on the podcast today. Oh, well, our, our pleasure to have you on. And we spoke to uh, Patrick O'Sullivan, I think it was, ahead of uh, our event in London back in March. And I just wanted to a sort of general update from 2600 Hertz's perspective. What, what have you been seeing in the industry since we last spoke in terms of the key trends impacting the market? What's been most important for your for your service provider customers and partners? Sure. Yeah, I think the number one, you know, this year has really been hybrid work kind of becoming a reality and sort of the rubber meeting the road on, um, you know, what for the past year or so has kind of been a theoretical conversation. What are the best practices? What, um, you know, what tools are people going to use? How are they going to need them? How are we going to support people shifting from home to work in a really fluid way? And so, you know, especially stateside, this year has really seen companies actually return to the office and sort of, as I said, right, um, enacting that, what has been up to this point, a theoretical conversation. So I'd say that's probably one of the big trends. Um, another one would certainly be the sort of move toward um, convergence. It feels like we're really on um, the precipice of like this next step of cloud communications, right? So if if you know historically it's been about adoption, whether that's along a UCAS or a CPAS or a CCAS line, um, we're starting to see those. What were pretty distinct, those are kind of blurring, right? And you know, of course, you always kind of the big M and A deals are kind of a great indicator of um, you know what's going on and and where people are moving. And you know, it obviously fell through. But I think the the Zoom five nine deal last year is sort of a big big indicator of that's kind of where things are going. Is people are wanting to see you know not a separate UCAS platform or in a separate CCAS platform, but just sort of one platform that can help help kind of solve their workflow problems. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been calling it unified communications for years, but it, it hasn't been unified at all, really, <laughs> hasn't it? You've had, these, you've had these siloed platforms, or like you said, probably an on-premises PBX, and then maybe you've had a, a cloud system for part of the workforce, and then you've had your contact center system. And I suppose really at the forefront of that, sort of unified story is is CPAS. And I think what you mentioned about the the acquisitions is a is a really good indicator of that. You can really gauge what the trends are by looking at the cutting edge technology companies and who they're trying to buy. And you mentioned Zoom and Five Nine, but even if you look at the development focus, you look at someone like Microsoft and and their focus on on dynamic CRM and the and the and the customer contact solution capabilities within that, we're seeing it across the board. So but I think Interestingly, and obviously most relevant to 2600, the sort of CPaaS element, that embedded integrated communication capability is sort of at the forefront of that convergence story. Yeah, it really is, right? So CPaaS is what's going to allow a service provider to, you know, 
integrate into an enterprise's existing stack, right? And, um, you know, sort of underlying these trends is really this, um, this nudge to like simplify workflows, right? That is what integrating through CPaaS, um, you know, as you said, make good on the unified part of the UCAS acronym, right? So integrating um, the sort of cloud commons functionality into the sort of existing process, existing stack in a way that sort of simplifies them and improves them, right? So, you know, an enterprise wants somebody to deliver a solution. They don't want UCAS. They don't want another platform. They don't want, you know, an acronym. They want, they want answers. They want solutions. They want um, people to come in and help them solve problems. And, you know, especially for us, right, CPAS is a way to do that because you could really fine tune and customize something in a really, really niche way to solve a really particular problem for a company and then use that as an opportunity to, you know, expand out, right? If CPAS is how you get in the door, you can then bring in some UC functionality, you can bring in Cloud PBX, you can bring in a contact center solution. Yeah, that, that's a really interesting point. And effectively what, and again, it goes back to what we've been doing traditionally is supplying these, these products and, and however they're packaged or however they're sold, whether it's a subscription basis or, or whatever it is. And effectively customers have been having to try and fit these products into what they need, but it, it's almost switching now in terms of, as you said, the 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 solution for your business you use a primary application and you want to add a particular functionality into that whether that's messaging whether that's telephony you you can do that now and i mean you could have done it previously but the the potential cost implications would have, would, would have been difficult so that that integration piece and, and one of the things that i saw that i thought was particularly interesting from you guys is that is the launch of your marketplace so obviously you enabled that integration through through apis for for a long time but the, but the marketplace it just takes it even a step further and makes it even easier potentially for customers yeah so this is a huge initiative that has been um years in the making for us and really sort of represents kind of a new chapter for us that everybody that we're all super super excited about so um as a little, you know, a little bit of background to some listeners who may be a little bit less familiar with us, we're sort of a very community focused company. So we kind of came out of the open source community and the marketplace is really a sort of reinvestment in that focus. So there has historically with our platform and as you mentioned, all of um, all of our open APIs and developer assets that we have, there's we just have tons of great super talented developers that are working on the platform, but they're working on the platform in isolation. They're working on platform to figure out a solution for one of their customers specifically. And that's sort of in the end of their sort of development cycle is find a way to make, you know, one upsell or or the two upsells on one feature. And so what the marketplace is going to do is going to give all of these people who've, who've invested time in the platform, who've, who've learned about Kazoo, um, it's going to give them a space to monetize their work, which is really, really exciting. And it's also going to allow, you know, sort of the flip side of that coin is partners who may not have, have quite as many developer resources. Yep. they're going to be able to capitalize on all of this great work. So it's really this sort of kind of balancing both both sides of, of the equation for us. And we're really excited about that. We're also building out a sandbox area so that 
both experienced and new developers are able to continue to create new integrations, create new customizations, create new ways to tie in and, and build out, you know, really, really rich, tightly integrated solutions that's just going to continue to push and develop and propel our platform forward. So like I said, it's it's really, really seems like the, you know, first page of, of, of a new chapter for the company is really, really exciting. And you know, to tie back into into what we were talking about about simplifying workflows, right? This is the 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 goal here is also to simplify for our partners, so they can go in, you know, click an app, and it's down automatically downloaded onto their cluster, and they're ready to start selling it to their customers same day. That's that's the sort of uh, the vision that we're working towards. So yeah, all very exciting. Yeah, it, it makes so much sense then, and, and I think effectively the rest of the industry is only sort of catching on or catching up to the importance of the the developer the development resource and as you said because of your background from open source and your founder background as, as development developers themselves it, effectively you that's always been very highly prized within 2600 hertz and the platform kazoo and i think that point you made about development resource it, it as it's becoming scarcer and scarcer, although because more and more people want it. And until, you know, we upskill enough of the, the technical resource to to fulfill that gap, it is important to try and make it available solutions and and technical products that have already been designed to as many customers as possible, as easily as possible. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, another another sort of element at work here is right this that sort of like first generation of developers who like in the 90s and 2000s were sort of, you know, very, very focused on telecom and they were all in on telecom and that was their development experience. They're starting to retire out. So we're there's like an aging out of that initial sort of generation of developers and so that's leaving a big vacuum so not only is it you know more people are more customers more companies are looking into looking for developer resources but there's less and less developers and so that's another sort of part of our initiative is to start building out sort of low code no code options because you know they're just this sort of next generation of developers yeah you want to be able to have that that possibility of uh, uh, of doing it easily and we're, we're seeing it all the time that development resources are really a really highly prized thing around the globe not just in the states but before I, before i let you go i just and obviously we're ahead of our us event in october yeah and i just wanted to get your thoughts and you've already mentioned some of those key trends within the us in terms of hybrid work i wondered if there were any other trends that you've seen particularly that are going to impact your your service provider partners because our focus at Cravel and the, and the event is very much focused on the, the service providers and the telcos that are enabling end customers. So what some of those key trends were going to be for them over the sort of six, 12 months? Sure. Great, great question. And glad to kind of tie it back into into where we started. So I think, you know, the first first and foremost is this is just a huge moment of opportunity, right? So um, there's been, you know, over the past 10 years, the trend toward digital transformation that's just been absolutely dialed up to 12 over the past two to three years. So, um, you know, it can be intimidating. As you, you mentioned, Patrick, you mentioned Microsoft and, you know, their, their, some of their mergers and acquisition moves in, in the space. And it can be intimidating with these sorts of um, Goliaths yeah, coming into the- Yeah, huge competitors, yeah. Yeah, but there's, also, there's still such a huge market share that's out there that if you can deliver those sorts of niche 
customized solutions, that is going to be the way to compete because there is, you know, just there's a chunk of the market that's just going to want telephony, messaging, and video conferencing, and that's it. And that's great. And yeah, that the 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 opportunity to to compete might not be there for that, but for some of the like larger companies or just more, like I said, more niche segmented off companies, they might have some some complex workflows that using a CPaaS asset, using APIs to plug into what they're already using is a really great opportunity. So once you solve that one workflow problem, you don't need to come in with a rip and replace like, hey, get rid of all of your, your whole stack. Here's what you have. But if you can solve one problem really well, and use that as kind of a land and expand opportunity, there's a there's a really big opportunity here to continue to kind of grow your monthly recurring revenue and just sort of over time become a one-stop shopper, a one-stop shop, I should say, for for your customers. And I would say that's, you know, those are the sort of big trends kind of tying into, into what we mentioned at the top. No, I, th I think that's a that's a really good point as well. And so it's a it's a good optimistic message because as you said some people look at the market and we're constantly talking about our, our market data and available market and market shares of some of those giant competitors that you mentioned but there is a huge chunk of the market still available and as you said we are seeing more and more providers look to uh, segment specialization vertical specialization to try and find those those big chunks of the market where effectively a, a niche offering could could serve them well with with revenue and margin. So I think you've you've pulled out a, a very optimistic point to end on that, Cliff. Hey, yeah, that's you know love to love to end on a on a silver lining note. And you know I think it's it's a really exciting time to be in the industry and really exciting time to see sort of what what those sort of uh, vertical specializations can look like and and what we can do with uh, a platform like Kazoo. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the podcast, and I look forward to catching up with the 2600 Hertz team in Chicago in October. Yeah, likewise. Can't wait to see everybody in Chicago, and thanks again, Patrick, for having me on. And for all of the listeners out there, there are also still a few tickets left for the CloudCom Summit US that you can get your hands on. As I said, it takes place. It's in downtown Chicago in October on the 18th and 19th. And as well as the two days of unmissable content, it also features this year a gala dinner, which is always a great hit with everyone uh, who attends. So if you're interested in finding more about the event, the content, the speakers, and grabbing those last few tickets, head over to cabellgroup.com forward slash events. If you want to know more about 2600 Hertz and some of the stuff that Clint was talking about, you can find their website at 2600hertz.com. That's it for today's podcast, though. Thanks again to Clint Mose for joining me and to 2600 Hertz for sponsoring this year's CloudCom Summit US event. Until next time, it's goodbye from Cabell.